Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for coming along today. I'm very glad that you're listening. Thank you. Um, I am actually out of state traveling, visiting some family, and uh, podcasts uh, for this entire week will probably be sporadic at best and uh, definitely inconsistent. I did want to sit down tonight and just record some things very quickly. I've been just really thinking on the last couple of days and just along the lines of family. You know, I remember having conversations with people who have been in close proximity to immediate family and, you know, they would kind of grumble about like grandparents that were too preoccupied with their life or wouldn't mind their own business or, you know, this and that and the other. And man, I was always quick to just say, man, you need to be thankful (laughs) that your family is even near you. Um, I only get to see my immediate family a couple times a year. And, you know, at my age and just kind of my place in life, I really do wish that was some other, you know, some other circumstance. Um, I've been used to it. It's been this way for a long time. But, you know, family is just very valuable. And it's just interesting, just kind of what I've been thinking about since we got here. Um, Just on the, the, the proper value of family. And and I'm, I want to try to just get this train of thought just out, and then this will be very short. But it's interesting that we're here visiting family in the midst of everything the Lord's been doing in me, primarily over the last three months, um, and 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 very much so over goodness the last eight weeks. Um, but even, man, even this year, just, and as I share in here, I know with, with great regularity, I'm not going to go into all that yet again, but just the, the importance of seeing myself really for the first time in the inclusion of the family of God and like how that is just, it has really upended my entire identity. Of course, early in the year, um, when I first started doing these recordings, I started looking into, into the, the purpose of man, the what is man reality. Why, why do we exist? Why are we here? What are we really doing? What is our eternal unseen existence? And really looking at that scripturally and expanding my vision in that as a whole of humanity. And then... Of course, the expansion, which is expansion, but yet kind of a funneling into the people of God reality in the Hezekiah study, of course, the second chance people, the identification light coming on for me about who I am in the kingdom of God, like in the offspring of God, in the firstborn of the many brethren, reality and and the inclusion of of his people and all that that has become and is continually becoming in my heart and in my understanding about who I am which of course um what 7 8 weeks ago culminated in our immersion my wife and I's baptism and coming out of that water and even while I was literally the moments in the water 
the the revelation that came built upon this mysterious work of God in my life about I am joining myself with Abraham in all of the lineage of the people of God as I join myself into the death of Yeshua Messiah. Like, just the, man, I could still talk about that to no end. I could still do that, like right this minute. And so as I'm here with my, with my natural family, my blood family, I've just really been thinking through the spiritual and the natural and kind of putting them in front of my line of sight, if you will, and just like, I know how I feel towards my blood family. I know how my heart is, is outside of myself, just interwoven into the fabric of my heart because they're my family. They are my natural family that God has just by circumstance of generations had me born into. And so there's a bond that is just obviously beyond a normal bond. And as I as I as I just have been walking in that reality, um, and the things in my heart that I feel towards them, I really feel like the Lord is just trying to embed something in my understanding about a similar approach towards my spiritual family, the spiritual household of God on the earth. And I was reminded of the message I heard a couple weeks ago when the guy was was sharing some uh, several different things just about, and I've already shared this already in measure, he was just speaking about a lot of things that, that I would say God has been teaching me individually and my wife as well about the the inclusion of the family of God and like, like a proper understanding and valuation of being in the family of God. Brothers, sisters in Christ. And how I don't, I just, I would like to say I don't think I've seen very many people in my entire life that really get that. Because I think at, at, at the very best, people have tried to find a camaraderie, tried to find doctrinal agreement, tried to find a, a flavor of denomination, worship style, service preference, you know, geographical location even, like a, an agreement generally along natural parameters to unite them as the children of God. And I feel like it's always fallen short in my personal experience. Well, we have to agree on everything doctrinally, and if we do that, we'll be real we will really be brothers. Well, we have to just abandon religion, and if you've abandoned religion and I've abandoned religion, and we've resigned from the man, you know, the, the religious man system, then we're together. Or maybe this, or maybe that, or, you know, all these different 
approaches and ways. But, you know, there's just something that supersedes and transcends all of these attempts that we try, I would say, in our best efforts to find unity, and they continue to just fall short. Trust in man, hoping in other individuals, thinking the best, assuming the best, Love, love, love. If I just love hard enough, if I just love harder, it'll all the challenges will go away if I just love hard enough. Well, these things, from my experience personally and from what I've personally seen, do not seem to thus far lead us to a unified family. So I'm, as, I'm just going to pose a question, and I'm not going to attempt to answer it tonight, but what does then what does? What hope do we have as those on the earth in the family of God? Born again, born of the water, born of the Spirit, dwelling together in unity now in the kingdom. The kingdom of light. And so I guess I just want to pose that question for starters. And just kind of talk about a couple of verses that I've kind of snagged from that message I heard the other day. At least I know one this man did mention. And another one I don't know if he mentioned or not. But one that I do know he mentioned was a very simple, well-known verse in Matthew chapter 6. When Jesus talks about how to pray. And he says, pray then in this way. Our Father, who art in heaven. And I would say the exact same thing this man said a week or two ago. Let's just stop at the first two words. When you pray, you pray, Our Father. Our Father. Okay? Not mine. And then you don't say mine for yours. And you say mine for for you, for you, and for you, and for you, but we pray our Father. The plurality of the one Father, one King, one Kingdom, unifier approach before God. The the Spirit is our bond. The leading of the Spirit the unity of the Spirit that we are to labor to maintain. It unifies us in a way that we cannot attempt in our own. And I want to keep going back to this to make my point. How I feel towards my blood family is nothing I have to conjure up. It's nothing I have to, I have to force myself to feel. With all of our differences, with all of our disagreements, should we sit down and start talking about all of them, all of those things have their right and proper place underneath, securely underneath, the overriding fact, an overreaching heart within our love for one another that's established because we are, in fact, natural blood family. I don't care what they would say, what they could do. 
how we could disagree, whatever might come. We're blood family. We are family. Nobody could ever say we're not. We are absolutely family. Why? We are in a shared lineage by blood, by offspring. And so I want to just take that and I want to put a little box around it and I want to pick it up and I want to move that same understanding into the spiritual reality for those of us who are in the family of God, the offspring of God. And you've heard me talk to great measure about being in the lineage and the heritage now of Yeshua Messiah. We are now in the bloodline, supernaturally infused into the bloodline, offspring of God via the Son. Through what? The blood. The blood. The blood. It has purchased us and transferred us into the family of God. But we don't act like that. We don't often act like that. We don't treat one another with preference, with patience, with kindness, with the overreaching bond of peace and love and unity. And I've just really been challenged with that. Of wanting the same type of love I had for my I have for my blood family, my natural family, unshakable. Like, hey, we're family. Period. The heart I have for them, I should have for my spiritual family, the the our father reality. Like we are of the Father. Another place I landed was Hebrews 2.11. I'm just going to read, well, I'll read, well, gosh. I'll just read 11. For both he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from one Father, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren. And so, like, because of that reality, we're just reaching in and grabbing two or three tiny little scriptures. We could, we could spend a good amount of time on this. And maybe I'll come back and revisit. But both he who sanctifies, capital H he, and those who are sanctified, us, are all from one Father. So he calls us brethren. He's not ashamed to call us brethren. Well, why? Because we've been purchased and transferred into the eternal family of God. A supernatural work that is equal to, if not superseding, a blood brethren that we know with our natural family. Example, my mother last year had a very severe stroke. Her entire life has changed. My father's life has changed likewise. Like when I'm around her, I want the supernatural healing touch of God to come to her body. When I pray for her, there's something different that is an identification with her as my family. Like I could pray for a woman just like her at Walmart, and outside of the supernatural work of God and unction of the Spirit in me, 
it would be very different. Well, why is that? My heart is joined with my natural mother. My heart is unified with her, and I want so bad the purposes of God, and I want her to be whole, and I want her to be healed, and I want her to be well. Well, why? Because she's my own. She's part of me. She's part of my life in my heart. She's my family. My nieces, my nephews, my son, my wife, my dad, my brother. Think of those in your life that are your blood family. Would you not just like, if you're an intercessor, if you're a a man of faith, Hopefully you, you cry out to the Lord on their behalf. You cry, you weep, you, you intercede, you, you ask the Lord to have his way. You, you pray with an imagination that in faith that sees them fulfilling the purposes of God in their life. Well, why? Because you love them, because they are your family. They are in your heart. You are part of them and they are part of you. All right, so again, Put a little box around that, pick it up, and move it to the spiritual. Do we see the family of God and those, whether it's someone that that we are around already, someone who crosses our path, or someone that is in our future, do we see these likewise, joined with them? Now, Father God is not ashamed to call us brethren with Yeshua Messiah. Why? We've been brought in by the blood into the family of God, capable of being received by eternal Father God. The many brethren reality. Our Father. If you are in the kingdom, if you have been regenerated and you are in Christ, it's no longer you that live, your father is my father. My father's your father. We are one in him under the one king reality. One king, one kingdom. One king, one kingdom. We are all members, residents of the same kingdom as family in the offspring of God reality. And I, and I would say we don't function in that way. We don't operate in that way. We don't walk with hearts unified in such a way that that keeps us. I would admit clearly that until recently I have not lived that way because I've not had that understanding. I've not had the revelation that came at my baptism. I had a lot of understanding. I had a lot of trying I had a lot of the best efforts that I knew I could accomplish with the truth that I possessed. But something's changed about the demand upon me to see those alongside me in the kingdom presently and in my future as they come into view with my heart, my my everything, as unified with them as I am with my blood family. Because 
We are in the Son. And we have become the brethren, the family of God. I think there's really something in the future. Not far off for the capital C church to enter into in this reality. I think there's something coming. I think there's something kind of looming that is moving into the body of Christ for the very few, I will say, that will understand it and give themselves to it. Because it will cost. It will cost us. But I believe there's going to be a reward for those who are willing to walk this narrow way, free from judgment, free from criticism, free from doubting, free from harshness, fear of religion, fear of man lording over man, fear of all these things that have kept so many at arm's length for so many years. Uh Uh-uh, that's why I can't do that. Uh Uh-uh, that's why I can't fellowship. Uh Uh-uh, that's why I can't go there. Uh Uh-uh, that's why I can't give myself to them. I think those barriers are going to come down for the few who will give themselves in faith now to the one king, one kingdom reality that will lead us to the culmination of the ages and Israel coming back in, reclaiming what was lost and forsaken, the family of God provoking in the Gentile people, provoking Israel to jealousy to draw her back in, which will, of course, lead us to a culmination of the ages. Everything comes around full circle to a close. New Jerusalem descends to, from heaven into the new earth. And what? Friends, what will we have? We will have a new heaven and a new earth for a new family of God for all of eternity, his children, his people, living together under the perfect, flawless, eternal government of God. And so what about now? Well, on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, there is no bickering There is no disciples saying, hey, I'm the greatest. No, I am. I am. I am. I am. None of that. No jockeying for place. No demanding for a position. No worrying about who's above and who's beneath. A people who are satisfied to sit at the lowliest position. Because that's the place of honor. Because that's what we saw the king do for the inhabitants of the kingdom. To invite us in. So friends, would you sit back and ask yourself, how do I see the family of God? Do I even really think about the family of God, y'all? is not the church you go to and whether or not people talk to you and you're nice to each other or go to lunch after service. Okay? I'm talking about a family. I'm talking about a family. Something that is a bond deeper than circumstance or things that we just do together. I want that. I desire that. 
I feel that I desire that more than I really understand why I should. Because I believe that's what the Spirit is saying in this hour. There is a family of God. There is a Our Father reality. There's a many brethren lineage to begin to walk in in much greater measure for all of the body of Christ who is willing to give herself to it as a whole. And so friends, be encouraged. (sighs) Look for her. I'm telling you, I don't even have time to get into that. Look for the family. Hey, are you are you in the family? Hey, is she in the family? Oh man, is that guy in the family? Y'all, this is a this is a precious precious gift of God of being in a shared family, an ancient family, y'all, that God himself established through a man. And it's made it all it has made it throughout all of history to you, my friend. It's been extended to us. May we walk into it rightly. As the beautiful gift that it is. What's greater than family? I don't care how dysfunctional your family is. Family is a very unique. I don't even know what to call it. (laughs) Gift. It's just a gift from God. And I think it's time we apply that to the spiritual family that we have been brought into under one king. Amen.